Well, Ulysses, evidently it's extension season for the Tampa Bay Rays. Sometimes when gold isn't readily available, silver will do just fine. Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Race podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. You can check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as wherever you get your podcast, uh, the other platforms, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, whatever it may be. Uh, I know we haven't had a mailbag episode in a while, but uh, we are compiling those so you can send us an email or a voice memo to lockdownrays at gmail.com so without further ado uh first it was jeffrey springs who got inked to a contract extension now it's pete fairbanks and maybe early on this week it'll be yandy diaz but i guess we should start with uh what is officially official pete fairbanks will be in a raise uniform hopefully for the next uh, three plus years. Just like I said with the Springs uh, extension a couple days ago, tremendous move here uh, with, with extending Fairbanks. We talked about it in the player reviews for this season. If you haven't checked out the player reviews, just go to YouTube. There's a playlist for all the player reviews that we did in 2022. And his was so spectacular, Kevin. I remember that the only negative thing that we had to talk about was the H word, the health. How is yes. it going to be next season and the and the seasons after that? You know, that's the big question mark with Pete Fairbanks. But undoubtedly, the stuff is there. Uh, you know, I love the left on base uh, strand percentage. And he's, his was at 89%. I mean, he this guy just like really turned out very, very effective um, 2022 season. Now, I do want to kind of take this time of extension season that the Rays are having, Kevin, and understand that when I meant in the cold open, the gold and the silver, the gold medal to give the front office would have been, give us that lefty power bat. Give us right. what you said that you would provide. They did not provide that. Now, the worst not thing yet. that they could have... Not yet, anyway. Not, not yet. Very true. Keep me honest. Not yet anyway. But the worst thing that they could do is just to put their hands in their pockets and do nothing. Just stand idle. This is the second best thing that they can do to amp up the fandom. Why? Because for so long, race fans know that there's an expiration date for, for players. They get too good. They're going to get higher salaries and they're going to be shipped off. Like we know this is fans. It doesn't negate the fact that it sucks and that you don't get to see your, your favorite players for a long time. But this is the best thing they could have done for the fandom. I'm so, we're sorry. We didn't get you the, the left-handed bat that we said that we would get. That sucks. Things were expensive. Trades were too expensive as well, but Hey, you like Yandy Diaz, he's going to get extended. You like Jeffrey Springs, he's going to get extended. 
you like Pete Fairbanks, he's going to get extended. That's what I mean by silver medal here, uh, Kevin. This is the second be best case scenario to amp up the fandom is tell them, get a, get a jersey. <laughs> it's okay to get a jersey yeah. from, from, from these guys. I, I don't know if you feel the same way. No, and uh, just providing a little intel here with Pete Fairbanks, his deal with the Rays is for $12 million over the next three years. It could be worth up to $24.6 million over four years with an option, and there's a lot of incentives based on uh, production and appearances, games pitched, so on and so forth. But his salaries uh, over the next three years at least are – Basically, 3.66, 3.66, 3.66 in 2023, 2024, 2025, and then in 20, uh, 2026, a $7 million uh, salary or a $1 million buyout. Now, question uh, with Pete Fairbanks. Um, I understand his injury history and the volatility of relievers. I almost think that, uh, again, Never say no to your first millions, but he almost got, is it fair to say, maybe shortchanged in a way? I mean, I, I'm seeing relievers out there in free agency that I've never heard of that are getting, you know, two years, 15, 18, 20 million dollar deals. I don't think he got shortchanged because of that injury. I mean, like how many relievers have we seen? Nick Anderson. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pete knows what happened to Nick Anderson and Nick is not going to make the money that Pete already has guaranteed. Like, yeah, that, that's are. a really good point as well. Cause I think that's, that's part of this equation too, with, uh, Pete Fairbanks, Jeffrey Springs, Yandy Diaz. If that deal gets done, it looks like it's going to get done is that they can see what happened to Nick Anderson. They can see what happened to Andrew Kittredge, Austin Meadows, Ryan Yarbrough, um, Brendan McKay, you know, he hasn't even gotten his opportunities yet. Uh, due to injuries. And um, so that that's also a very astute point that you make too. No. Uh, yeah. So I, I wouldn't say short change, you know, every, let's say he becomes the next Trevor Hoffman, the next Mariana Rivera. He could have made more money through arbitration. Sure. But I don't, I, I'm not the baseball fan, which there are so many there in anti-social media that goes like, Oh, this guy's getting screwed. It's like, millions like he's, right. he's still like th there were people that said oh wonder franco man he he really left some money on the table you don't know if he's going to get hurt and then just doesn't play anymore like i i feel like these guys that take the guaranteed money usually made the the, the right choice like m the majority of them um and in this specific case with pete fairbanks isn't he a mechanical engineer? Uh, like he's a smart, smart dude. Right. Uh, so I, I feel like the way that it's also structured, I, I love this mentality by Pete. No, no increments. Like no, no, no. Three point six seven for the next three years. I don't need to, you know, see that that curve go up. He understands the race front office. It's a fixed uh, payment. I, I feel like that's also very smart by Pete to to have okayed that that kind of deal. Yeah, and he can get again. I didn't really dive into all the details there, but even just getting to 35, 40 games finished, he can really make several hundred thousand dollars more each year with all that. And uh, look, I don't think he's 
ever going to become the next Mariano Rivera or Trevor Hoffman, but if he's a reliever that sticks around for the next seven, eight, nine years, there's free agency that is within reach for him. It's not like he'll be a 38 year old going into free agency. So he'll still have the opportunity to make additional money. If, if that's what works out for him, Uh, we'll talk more about this. uh, But first we have to tell you about FanDuel. Uh, this year, the only app that you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. And we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they are, like we said, the number one sports book in America. It is FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. So download FanDuel now. So you can bet Super Bowl 57, man, already 57, with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly so join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on super bowl 57 that's fanduel.com slash locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n again l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the nfl tangent Real quick, yes. being a football guy, you said Super Bowl uh, Fifty Seven. Does it bother Correct. you that as a that as a football fan, like it's just like in numerical order instead of the year? Is it annoying? Oh, like instead you have to, like, of uh, back, Super Bowl, yeah. Super Bowl Twenty Twenty Three. Exactly. Yeah. Does it bother you, or does it not matter? No, it doesn't matter. I've uh, it's it's something I grew up with, and you know what? It keeps me. Uh, keeps me privy to the Roman numerals. So I don't have an issue with <laughs> okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, Fair enough. Okay. All right. That's yeah, all right. I Because I'm like, you know, what? wouldn't it be easier to remember the, 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 the year than this arbitrary 47? Like people are like, oh, the 47. Oh, the, the, the Steelers won that one. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I don't remember any of that whatsoever. But um, yeah, I have not... Uh, Really, the only thing I've cared about the Super Bowl is which teams are playing in that thing and uh, how exciting the the halftime show is going to be and whether the commercials are going to be good or sucky. You know, that's that's kind of what it comes down to. Fair enough. For me, I'm a simple man in, in that respect. Um, you know, one guy that uh, maybe could play in the NFL, he's definitely strong enough, uh, Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz. Uh, yes. It's so funny because, again, uh, as of this recording, nothing has been finalized but um the rays are rapid fire with these extensions apparently first springs and then uh fairbanks and then we hear reports and rumors and uh looks like it it is very substantiated that yandy diaz could ink a three-year 24 million dollar contract with a 2026 option uh with the rays and diaz of course at 31 years old is coming off uh, legitimately a career year uh with the rays yeah, no, career year, tremendous. I mean, he was the the most productive hitter uh, for the race last season. It's good to see him 
make this deal with the Rays. He is a fan favorite. And when you look at now this team, he has been with the Rays since 2019. Like you're, you're talking a guy that's going to play more than six, seven seasons with this yeah. team. That's 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 pretty cool. Uh, again, this is the sort of stuff you have to do as a front office to keep the fandom engaged. Very, very well done right here by the race front office to and ownership, um, you know, to give the OK to 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 ink these guys, these sort of contracts. So you, you have to do that. You didn't do the, the, the first priority that they said mm-hmm. was a one. Well, this is something else. And 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 Yandy Diaz, I, I know that everybody had dreams of we're going to fix that launch angle one day. You don't have to. It, it, would it be right. great if he was also a 30, you know, bomb guy? Yeah, it would be. It yeah, would, then he wouldn't would he wouldn't be signing a three year, twenty four million dollar extension. It, the Rays would, you know, you wouldn't be able to keep him for one year of arbitration, two years maybe, and then you have to ship him off after that. If he were a 30 homer guy, he would be right handed Jordan Alvarez. Like that's that's so you would have to pay 150, you know. Uh, so no, it's it's great, and he doesn't have to be that. I mean, he he can just not everybody needs to be a power hitter, and I feel like fans sometimes forget that when they're like, oh, he only has an 820 LPS, or like, oh, 720 LPS. Like some people are gonna have a 720 OPS, and you have to be okay with that. Not everybody's gonna have an 850, 900 OPS. Like right. they can get something else. And Yandy Diaz sets the table. He's an on-base machine. I mean, for God's sakes, his own bit on base was at a 400 last season. That that's that's ridiculous. Uh so no, tremendous to see this, man. I'm I'm really happy. I mean, this this if you if you give me like a podium of which extension is the best one out of all of them, I think that the Yandy Diaz one is the is the one that I I got the most excited about. Yeah, I agree. He he may be one of the most underrated hitters in all of baseball. And I know we've talked about the launch angle thing ad nauseum. And I think that, um, look, he might not ever be a 15, 17, 19 homer guy, but I'll take a 400 on base percentage. I'll take a guy who walks more than strikes out. I'll, I'll take a guy who gives you a bunch of doubles and, uh, and a great OPS plus. And, you know, the thing with Yandi too is um, – you know, with the launch angle, like, yeah, he might hit a lot of ground balls and, and more line drives, but that really doesn't matter because he hits the ball so hard and playing at the trop with the artificial turf. I mean, you're just naturally going to get base hits that way. And with the uh, shift rules changes, th- there might even be more opportunity for Yandy Diaz to be even more productive. And what I like is, you know, it's kind of funny or, or interesting because, yes, I guess slightly long in the tooth at 31 years old, but Yandi seems like a guy who really takes care of himself and um, his strength isn't going to go away anytime soon. Maybe his mobility to some extent, but that's an easy fix for the race. Just move him to first, have him DH a little bit. You have third base occupied by somebody named Curtis Mead or, or someone else uh, at some point. So I think that they sort of have a, a methodology for Yandi Diaz going forward. And, and you need an anchor like that in the lineup. I mean, I know he's, you know, I pencil him in at, at the leadoff spot or the number two spot. And, and I think what's so great about these extensions is you're, you're keeping a, you, you have a core group together. Um, and we can yes. even go back to Wander and Manny and Brandon Lau and, and all the other extensions and, and keeping that continu- continuity of winning successful, solid baseball players. I think that's so important. And, and what's funny is that, you know, neither th- these three guys have made all-star appearances yet, 
we don't know if they'll make all-star appearances, but really at the end of the day, that doesn't matter to me. It's just, they're, they're really, really good ball players that, uh, that seem to really enjoy and relish this organization and, and want to win. So, and I think, you know, getting this arbitration crap out of the way, uh, I don't know, maybe this is a market inefficiency for the Rays is like, Hey, let's make guys sweat as much as possible before we get to the arbitration hearings. And then we'll throw them a deal and, and see like, okay, maybe I will take uh you know, a handful of millions um, for the next handful of years, if you will. And, and that, that should put them at ease and just allow them to focus on, you know, one thing or one, you know, it, it eases them to where I can just play baseball. I know I'm going to be making my money and I can try yeah. to help this organization uh, win a championship and guide some of the younger players as well. Uh, you know, two things with what you said, and, and, and I agree with the shift, um, first of all, because we always joked around that if you look at Yandy Diaz's spray chart, it just looks like a lefty. It looks like a, a lefty right. pulling the ball to, to second and first base. But He's a righty. So now you're going to see maybe some of those squeak by even more. Uh, so that's going to be really, really good for, for the race offense that needs more hits uh, is for him to, to get a little bit less, um, you know, be less of a victim if, if being shifted on. And, and number two, you said something about guiding the young guys there. I think you said he's 31, which means that he made his debut around, I don't know, six uh, years ago. With the with the then Indians, now the Guardians, yeah. So he was an old rookie, but he that just tells me that he persevered and he's a professional and he knows what he needs to do. To they, they've seen his work ethic and they like it. Right. They wouldn't sign the uh, him if they didn't like his work ethic. I'm saying all this because where he's in the lineup, the fact that he speaks Spanish, I think yeah. it's great that Wander Franco is going to have a Yandy Diaz in the locker room for years to come. Wander Franco is a very special talent, very special player. But young humans can sometimes be young. And right. if they don't have the right role models next to them, they can do not great things. Yandy Diaz is just such a Nelson Cruz vibe to me in that locker room right. for, for Wander. That I, I think that's just a tremendous way of of doing a service to your clubhouse, um, and and you know that that core. I love that you said the core because now Brendan Lau came in in 2018, Yandi 20, uh, 2019, Manny the next year. Uh, you got Brendan. I just the core right. is still intact, and that's so important for teams that want to win, that feel a camaraderie, and not like it's just turnstile station all the time yeah. with, with, with players coming in and out. And maybe it gives some hope to the younger players of, Hey, if I do the right things and I am successful and I work hard and I do what's expected of me, that maybe I can get offered that contract extension. And, you know, you have, you lock up some of these types of players, uh, that, um, because again, we know how arbitration hearings go and, uh, players can get, uh, bitter taste in their mouth of the organization yeah. afterwards, whether they win or lose that hearing. So now you, you take a little portion of that out of the equation and you've got guys that are quote unquote, I mean, in a way champions of the organization going forward. Now it remains to be seen what's going to happen with, I mean, I don't know with extension season, maybe they're, they're looking at Jason Adam next. I don't know, but they, they, they still have to of course hash out Adam and Thompson and, and Poche and Ramirez. But I really like what the Rays are doing here. And, 
again, it's, it's pretty, you know, I think it's a, a win-win on both sides. Um, it's not like the, the Rays, it's not a ton of risk for them, but it still helps the player and provides the player some security as well. So, yeah. And if it's, and from what we've heard again, not, not anything finalized as we're recording this on Sunday evening, but three year, 24 mil, if, if he goes the, the Pete Fairbanks route, that's eight mil per season. You know, it's, it's, it's for a guy that's going to give you three plus war. That's fantastic. Uh, you know that yes. I I I don't think I mean that's that's as bang for buck as you can. He was a three point eight F four guy last year. So I mean if uh if a war is uh, if a win is what eight mil usually eight to nine mil. Yeah. I mean you're just reaping the benefits, baby. Yeah, and and the other thing too is with all these extensions, I think that's. You know, I'd mentioned that. Hey, did did Pete Fairbanks get shortchanged a little bit? I mean, you could argue that for all these guys to some extent, but also they have to realize their injury histories and their ups and downs in their respective careers. So, you know, that yes. probably makes it even more likely of okay. And and of course, like we mentioned, uh, seeing examples of other players who maybe were offered that money or weren't offered that money, and and now you know they're they're fighting for a. Uh, a spring training invite or something like that. Like what's happening with Austin Meadows? What's happening with Nick Anderson? You know, I mean, Ryan Yarbrough I've... settling for one year deals for, you know, not tiddlywinks, but you know, he, he threw 600 innings for the Rays. He, you know, he's one of the A's or the Rays biggest innings eaters, and he doesn't really have much to show for it. Life can change on a dime, especially in that yeah. industry, man. I mean, one day you can be the best closer in baseball, and then the next, uh, you know, you're like you said, you're you're fighting for a spring training invite. So no, I think this is a very smart uh, move from from the front office into the player as well, because you you never know what's going to happen. And yeah, uh, you know, you you've got to secure your millions. A guy that's been DFA'd multiple times has had an ACL injury. Yeah, he's going to look at this as like. This is this is fantastic for me and my family. A guy that had two Tommy John surgeries like Pete Fairbanks, yeah, probably great to, to have this uh, you know guaranteed money. Yandy Diaz, a guy again, old rookie. When he gets to free agency, I mean, it, it, it's gonna be a minute, and he's gonna be a little bit older. But now getting the guaranteed money helps him out. Now I feel like all of these three, yeah. yes, do they have risk? Sure, but overall, I think it, it's a win-win situation for for both parties. The only issue with these contracts is there's not a clause in there for unlimited lifetime supply of built bars. Yes, that would be best. But you know what? You don't have to uh, do that because now you can just go to your you know neighborhood Walmart or your Sam's Club if you have one, and you can grab them right there on the store. You don't need to go to built.com if you don't want to. You can go to Walmart, you go to the pharmacy section, and you can grab yourself a box of delicious and tasty built bars. You know, I've told you this a thousand times, and I will tell you a thousand more. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. So they're a delicious treat, but they don't have all the fat and calories that you are trying to avoid, okay? They usually have 130 calories, four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. So today, you can either go to built.com if, you, if, you, if you're that type of person, but also you can go to Walmart or you can go to Sam's Club and grab yourself a 13-bar box with brownie batter or coconut puffs or double chocolate if you so choose. So today, go get your delicious and tasty and healthy Built Bars. All right, before we get to some listener comments on 
Pete Fairbanks extension and what we believe is Yandy Diaz extension. Uh, first question, will the Rays extend anybody else into the offseason and or over the course of spring training? Or I said no, I think, after the Springs yeah. one. <laughs> and yeah. then two of these came out. So, I mean, I'm going to go again and say no just because, I mean, the odds are it's it's going to be negativo. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say no. Yeah. How, how about you? Okay, I'm going to also say no. And I know that people have been saying, hey, let's sign Shane next or Randy next. Shane being uh, Shane, uh, Shane McClanahan, not Shane Boz, I presume. But um, I I don't have any inside knowledge into this, but my guess is they might have taken that pool of money that they had maybe allocated towards a Shane McClanahan and are just shifting it to these other guys. I think that's that, a possible theory. It's a great um, conspiracy theory. I like that. Yeah. I, wait, now, so that's how much yeah. guaranteed money has, have they done? 31 for Springs. Plus twenty four from, plus so that's fifty five plus twelve. That'd be what sixty seven. Yeah, I think that's that's Shane McClanahan extension money. Fair it would make sense because Snell's was five for fifty, so they're going like okay, four for sixty seven, five for sixty seven. Yeah. And that doesn't and include said, all the incentives and bonuses that, again, I mean, like yeah. Jeffrey Springs, let's be honest, he's not going to get $67 million out of that deal. Like he's got to win the Cy Young Award four times in a row or something crazy to, right. to max something that ridiculous. out. But, yeah. but they're going to be able to make, you know, a couple hundred thousand here and there and, and yeah. um, make some extra coin there as well. So uh, that's one thing. Two out of these three, Yandi, Springs, Fairbanks, who is the most likely to make an all-star appearance over the course of these deals? I think because of the position, Pete Fairbanks. If he's just the most dominating closer, you know, or, or just reliever, I think. And besides, yeah. he has helped himself. It's 2023. So you have to brand yourself. Pete Fairbanks has branded himself. Like, even... People that are just like fans of other teams and they've played against the Rays, they know about Pete Fairbanks if he's pitched against them. Because right. he's just the crazy eyes, the, the 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 whole persona. Like he has done that, and that's fantastic for him and his brand because people recognize the name. So I would I would say yeah. him. No, I agree. And like Yandi, I don't think he'll never I don't think he'll really ever get the respect he probably deserves. Also, that's a position where you're trying to fight with uh, Devers and Ramirez and Bregman. And then, you know, starting pitchers can be iffy as well. I mean, again, there's a lot of relievers that have made all-star appearances that, you know, they make, it's the one and done thing. And I could see that being yeah. the situation with Fairbanks, especially, you know, based on what he did in this second half, if he carries that over to the first half of 2023, he would be sure. a lock. I mean, again, Andrew Kittredge, he has an all-star appearance to his name. Like, you know, that's kind of what we're dealing with there. So yeah. I agree with you. Um, all right. Getting to some comments here. Uh, first on the Fairbanks signing, uh, John says, anytime the race spend money, I'm happy. Glad to have an actual closer. Robin Madden says a wonderful thing. Brian Kim says, makes me believe we'll sign people to fat contracts now. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the thoughts on the expected Yandy Diaz extension. Alex Mullen said, 
Uh, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Brian Kim. I mean, now it's a matter of dot, dot, dot. Who's next. I'm so glad the Rays are doing this. It's such a great thing for us fans. Uh, Chris Snyder says plate discipline is a must. Uh, Frank has an interesting comment here. I guess it's okay, but frankly, it seems like a cover job for the fact that they made no real effort to improve this team. Our lack of offense has shown itself for the last three years in the playoffs, and yet basically nothing is done. I get what he's trying to say, but I also look at it long-term, the stability of this organization, not just in 2023, but in 24, 25, 26, and beyond. Again, like I said at the, at, at, at the top, it's not the gold medal that the fandom wanted, but right. it's the second best scenario. It's telling them, hey, we believe in the guys that we have here. Okay, these guys are good. And you like them. You, you, they're fan favorites. So you get to see them more often. Like that, the continuity is an aspect that has been longed and yearned for uh, by, by race fans. They're doing that with these extensions. Um, and obviously, they have a lot of guys under control as well. So that should bode well for them. I, you know, they, but this has been going on since I, I told you this since the Wander Franco extension. I, the, I said, this just seems like Stu is ready to spend more money, not crazy Steve Cohen money, but he's going to put a little bit of dough into the team, which obviously right. he should. Is it nice? And we should say, great, yes, but it's also, hey, you're a billionaire owner. You should probably spend money on the team to make to improve it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you got the Manny Margot, you got the Tyler Glass now, and now these three extensions. This is really good. Yes. And you could argue that he's spending up front now, so he doesn't have to spend as much or more later on. But then again, um, you know, the minute that uh, Yandy Diaz gets too expensive and that next year of arbitration, he can, you know, the team could decide to ship him off and trade him and, and you know, uh, get prospects and do the whole recycling thing that they do, which they can still do. Just again, it, not to say that Yandy Diaz can't be traded in 2024 or 2025, but sure. um, it is nice to see the Rays actually, you know, lock down some really, really key players going forward. And it should give the fan base, I would think, uh, some confidence as well. Um, thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.